Hello, beautiful souls. Thank you for tuning in and listening. If you have found yourself at this podcast, you may be searching for answers, but can't seem to find them. You may be feeling a little lost and don't know where to turn. You may have been looking to the universe for guidance, but it doesn't seem to show up or you don't understand the message. Well, if that's the case for you, look no further because here you will find it's in the cards. Hey guys, and welcome to my first episode. I'm so excited. My name is Amy and let me introduce myself. So I have been doing card readings probably for about four years and it's kind of cool how I got started. So I was actually, um, I went to school for eight years to be a mental health therapist and uh, I went to this conference one day while I was in my internship and it was a, a conference about Carl Jung and we, uh, the conference was all about the, the mandala. And if you don't know what a mandala is, it is the geometric shapes that occur naturally in nature. So, you know, like uh, crop circles, for instance, can be considered a mandala because they're in a circular shape. So it's like, it's things out in nature that have that circular shape, but they have like a, a geometric pattern and you know, you might have seen like the coloring books. There is like tons of coloring books of mandalas and um, you get these books and you, you color and you pick your colors and, you know, make it pretty and stuff like that. And then what you just, dis- what I've discovered through, through that is that um, the colors you choose also have a meaning. So if you're choosing like dark colors and, um, you know, like blacks and purples and like dark blue and indigo and stuff like that. Uh, it's usually an indication of, you know, maybe depression or maybe you're just kind of in a dark place in your life or, you know, you just, you know, more of an ominous type, type of uh, a space. And then if you choose bright colors like orange and yellow and pink, you know, we'll just throw that one in there. You know, those are usually indicators of you're happy and you're cheerful or optimistic. And, you know, it's, uh, it's really cool because you, if you don't know that prior to going and coloring a mandala, um, and you, you just choose your colors based on what you like or what you're feeling, uh, and then you go back and you, you find out the interpretation or the meaning behind the colors. It's, it's kind of cool to discover you learn a little bit about yourself in that process. So, you know, I've always thought it was really cool. So at this conference, it was about the mandala and each place setting at the tables had a, an inquiry card and it would have a picture of a, a mandala that occurs in nature, like a flower or something like that. And there would be a question on it and it would, it asks you to ponder your question. So 
Um, you know, so of course I bought a deck because I thought it was the coolest thing. <laughs> and then it, while I was working with clients, I actually would bring them into my sessions and, um, I would ask them to pull a card and that would kind of lead the, the conversation. Um, and then, you know, the, the book that it comes with gives you like different spreads that you can do and stuff. I love the, the chakra spread. And, you know, it kind of gives you a question to ponder when it comes to each of your chakras. And I, I did a chakra reading on a client once, and I, I started to notice that I was able to just intuitively, like, know where this client was at and, you know, maybe the struggle this client was facing, but had a hard time expressing it, you know, so I just found that it was the coolest thing. And so of course I went and bought more cards <laughs> because I, I just wanted to do more of it. And I became a little obsessed with it for a while, but I would just sit and do card readings for people and, um, you know, I would interpret them and just based on my intuition and, you know, it was just, it was insane, like, how accurate the stuff was, you know, and yeah, of course, it's uh, subjective, and of course, some messages that come out of it, or what people interpret it from it, can be more of a generalized kind of thing, but when you, when you pull a card, and you interpret it, and you come up with a message that is so specific to that person or what they're dealing with or the question they have. And, you know, they just kind of freak out and then you freak out. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. You know, it's, it's where I started to really discover that I have a gift for this. You know, um, I am a, you know, complete and total empath, which is, why uh, eventually I made the decision not to continue with the profession of counseling because the empath in me couldn't handle it. It was just too much. I absorbed too much and I took it with me. And as much as I tried to stop doing that, and as much as I tried to like protect myself and create that barrier, it just always would find its way in. So um, it, it put me in a dark place. So I had to I had to walk away. I don't regret their decision. I don't regret the decision of going to school. I mean, I've learned a lot about myself in that process. And, um, you know, it was, it was just a, a great path of discovery for me. So, so now I, I do what I used to do and I work in accounting, which is great because I go to work and I do my job. And when I leave and that door closes behind me, work stays at work. I don't take it with me. So it gives, it leaves me the energy and the time to, to really pursue the things I love, which is, um, you know, number one, singing music. That is my passion ultimately. And right now I am writing my first song. You know, I have a friend who's helping me produce the music and I'm so excited. Like I've wanted this for so long. So, uh, so I'm pursuing that, and right now I'm working on on a show I'm going going to be in uh, in October, and you know, like these are the things I love to do. I love to perform. I love to entertain. So you know, of course, a podcast is you know right up my alley. <laughs> so so I came up with this idea to do this podcast by 
pulling random cards and let that message guide the conversation or the topic of the podcast episode. And, you know, I just thought it was really cool. So I, you know, that's just a little background on me. And, you know, I mean, I might share more about myself in this process based on the messages that come up and, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited. So I am going to create a Facebook page and on that page, I will post pictures of the card I pull as well as a picture of the deck. So if you really like the message and you want to get that deck, then you'll know what it is. And, uh, I'll probably create an Instagram as well, but I'll say now let's just get into it. So the card I am pulling from tonight for this first episode is the deck is called Messages from the Guides, and it was created by James Van Prague. And of course, I have to give credit to the creator, the author of the decks. So yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pull the first card at random right now. I am shuffling. And what is the message for us tonight? Appreciate your talents. That is an amazing message because I was just talking about that. You know, how I love to sing and how I love to do music and perform. Um, You know, I've just always been that kind of person who loves to, to be in the spotlight, not let me clarify though that does not mean that I want to go live the life of a celebrity because I don't want to um what do they call it (laughs) like I like to be on the stage and I like to be in the spotlight but I am not trying to be under a microscope like many celebrities are because you know I I see how it, it really can take people down you know, and there was a time in my life I really wanted that. I wanted to be a celebrity and I wanted to be known by the world. And, you know, um, and then I've come to realize that, you know, I don't know that my personality could handle that kind of lifestyle where you're just seen and known by everybody and stuff like that and paparazzi and so stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I want to be a performer and yeah, I think it would be so cool to do it for a living, but, um, you know, but more of like the, um, that kind of celebrity that is super well known, but they're not showing up in the tabloids and stuff like that. So, and they're not under a microscope. They know how to keep their personal lives separate from, their, you know, celebrity, their celebrity life or their performer life or their actor or singer life. So, um, but me, I love, I love singing and I love acting and, um, I do think I'm pretty good at it. So, um, I, I, I do appreciate that part of myself because without that, I don't know if I would have a passion I recognize. So, I, uh, I do appreciate that. So like I mentioned, these decks do come with guidebooks and I don't typically use them anymore. Like I used to when I first started, 
but you know, for all intents purposes, intents and purposes, I will read the description of that particular card from the book. And I don't know, maybe it'll spark more conversation. So appreciate your talents. Page 26. Okay, so this is what it says. Appreciate your talents. The body that your higher self and your guides have selected for you to inhabit in this dimension was born with the predisposition for certain skills. If your spiritual blueprint is best served by the life of a musician, me, as opposed to that of a mathematician, then an embryo with that genetic disposition will be chosen. So I guess you can say my embryo was that of a musician. Um, I I mean, in accounting, you use, you do use math, but it's basic, right? It's adding, subtracting, you know, mainly adding and subtracting. That's it. So you just kind of have to know the flow of things. This card has come to you because your guides want you to acknowledge your special abilities and nurture them. When someone you admire appears to be more capable in a certain field, you may feel envious, but to be envious of another skill set is disregarding your own. Your human gifts were chosen for you for a reason. They are a signpost to you on your own path. Acknowledge them, cherish them, and follow them to where they lead. Share them with the world so others will recognize those same qualities in themselves. Oh, I love that message. Share them with the world so others will recognize those same qualities in themselves. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I relate a lot to what this message says about um, when other people seem to be more capable than you and you become envious. I have fallen victim to that, especially when it comes to singing, because nobody is our own worst critic than ourselves. And I can be my own worst critic when it comes to my singing. And, you know, I always want to sound different than I do. And it has taken me a long time, but I, I have started to like really appreciate my, my sound, you know, my voice and, you know, I, I have started to appreciate what it can do. And, you know, I've learned to accept what it can't do, you know, because not, you know, no singer can do everything, not, you know, unless you're Celine Dion or Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey or even Ariana Grande, you know, um, they all have voices that I wish I had, but you know, my, my voice is my voice, right? My, the way I sound is it's me. Nobody else sounds like me and I don't sound like anybody else, which is a funny story because growing up, the way I learned to sing was by making myself sound like the singer. (laughs) So I was more so imitating probably, um, it, it did help me grow as a singer. Um, it helped me get better, but that only takes you so far. So, um, 
you know, I did finally get into voice lessons and that has helped out so much and it's taught me how to use my voice properly because I can tell you the way I used to do it probably did a lot of damage, but now it's like I'm learning to use it properly and I'm learning the right techniques and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just having this conversation with a friend the other day about, you know, people you know, she was telling me people typically don't like her when they meet her because, um, you know, because they're intimidated by her or, you know, jealous or, or something like that. And I can tell you that I used to have those same feelings about, about this friend. And, um, you know, we, we actually ended up doing a show together last summer and, started hanging out and we've become really good friends as a result. So, you know, bringing up that, that saying, don't judge a book by its cover because, you know, typically you're probably wrong, you know, um, you know, I never had any negative gut feelings about this person or anything like that. I just envied her singing. (laughs) She, she has an amazing voice. It's so beautiful. And, um, I, I was jealous of it for a long time and, you know, I'm still jealous of some of the things she can do that I don't know if I would be able to do it. But one day I told myself, I was like, you know, maybe it's just that we're different and I need to learn to see it that way. Right. We're, we're just not the same. We don't even have the same vocal range. So, you know, she's a soprano and I'm a mezzo soprano. So of course, your natural voice sits in a different place. So for me to try to sound like her all the time would be unnatural, you know? So her high soprano voice is natural. That's her natural voice. And for her to try to sound like me all the time wouldn't be her natural placement. So, um, you know, so I've just learned to understand that it's like, okay, so I need to stop looking at this as like, oh my gosh, she's so much better than me. I'm never going to be as good as her and started seeing it as, you know what, we're just different and that's okay. You know, I, I have my strengths and I have my weaknesses and she has her strengths and she has her weaknesses and they're not the same. So once I was able to like see it that way, I stopped being so jealous and I stopped being so envious and really started to appreciate my own voice, you know, and my own skills, you know, and, you know, we do the theater thing together and we each have our strengths and our weaknesses in acting like, okay, I have to tell you, she is so funny. She is so good at comedy and it's so natural to her, you know, and that's her personality. Me, I suck at comedy. You know, I, it's, it's funny because like I'll make people laugh when I'm not trying to be funny just because I'm naturally a goofy person. But when I'm trying to be funny, they don't laugh. It's not funny because I mean, obviously it's, I don't know, <laughs> maybe it seems forced or I don't even know why, but, you know, and that's just how it is. And I think maybe I'm, I'm just more of a serious, you know, I did theater in high school and most of what we did were dramatic plays, you know, Shakespeare, stuff like that. 
Um, we did a couple of comedies, but I never really had like a quote unquote funny role. You know, I was more of like, I had, uh, the lead ones, but it was more of a narrator type of role. Um, you know, and so it, and it's okay. You know, I love acting, but I, I think I do better at, um, more serious types of roles and she is just great at the comedy, you know, and it's funny because the, the play I'm going to be in is a comedy and my character is pretty funny, but, um, you know, I, it takes more work for me to convey the comedy to, to get it across, you know, to translate it. So, uh, you know, it's something I'm working on and, and I'm getting better over time, but it's definitely not something that comes natural to me. So, you know, I'm more natural in the dramatic stuff, I guess. (laughs) So, you know, if you have someone in your life that you think that they're just way better at better than you at, at, at things that you enjoy doing, or you just wish you were as good as somebody else, just at anything in general, um, stop comparing. Like that's the problem with us human beings is that we have this tendency to compare ourselves to other people. Um, okay. So I, I actually am in a 12 step program because I'm a recovering alcoholic and no shame in my game. It is what it is, right? That's just, I was genetically predispositioned to become an alcoholic addict, whatever. So, um, alcohol was my poison of choice, but, um, (laughs) um, so there's no shame in that, right? It's just, it's in my genes. It's what happened. Um, I lived my life, uh, drowning my, you know, lived my life not all of my life, obviously. I didn't drink when I was a kid, but um, when I did start drinking, it's what I did. I drank to just block everything out, um, to forget about my experiences in life and stuff like that. But, um, you know, and and that's one of the things we learn in the 12-step program is that when we're, when, when we're, being hard on ourselves or we're depressed at where we're at in life and stuff like that. And we look at other people and it's like, it's just, you know, it's not fair. Like how come it seems life seems to go so good for them so easily, but I have to work my freaking ass off to reach their level. Right. Um, I learned that, that's coming from a place of comparing my insides to someone's outsides. And just because their outsides look that way, you don't know what their insides are. You don't know how they're feeling on the inside. How do you know that their outsides don't look that way because they're hiding what's going on on the inside? You know, and, and I used to do that too. You know, I used to, to overcompensate for how I felt about myself that, I was that type of person who would be the overachiever, the person who was so competitive and had to be better than everybody else because I couldn't be seen as less than in anybody's eyes. You know, what a nightmare of a life to live. You know, it's exhausting. You can't keep it up. You can't keep it up. So I have learned over time that, (coughs) excuse me, I have learned over time that 
where I'm at in life, the level that I'm at, how well I do at things. It's just what it is. And it's okay. You know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not failing every time I turn around. There was a point in life I was because I was trying so hard to be perfect. And, you know, perfection is, is an illusion. Perfection doesn't exist. You know, we're always striving for something that doesn't exist. There's always going to be a flaw in what we do, you know, um, so I've had to let go of perfectionism. I grew, grew up with a, you know, a parent who's a perfectionist and, and nothing I ever did was good enough or I could always do better or, you know, so I was always striving to do better. I was always striving to be perfect because that was the only thing that was acceptable, you know? So as an adult, when I grew up, the only thing acceptable to me was perfection until I learned that it doesn't exist, you know? Um, so I, you know, I've just learned to just be content where I'm at. It doesn't mean don't strive for more, you know, continue striving for more, you know, and, and be okay with the failures. The failures are there for a reason. The failures teach us the lesson that we need to learn. If we never failed, we would never learn. So, um, yeah, we would love life to just go smoothly and we'd love to be able to just get everything we want with ease. But then where's, where would the appreciation be for the work we put in? Right. So, I mean, I have to work hard for everything and yeah, it's frustrating and it can be exhausting. Um, but I appreciate it so much more once I reach that goal you know, and I feel so much better and I want to protect it even more because I, uh, I work so hard for it, you know, like, uh, one of the most recent, uh, things I worked really hard for was losing weight and, you know, I lost 30 pounds. I worked really hard to lose that weight and, you know, I stopped doing the program that helped me lose that weight, but, you know, and now I have this like fear of gaining it all back, but, you know, because I worked so hard for it and I appreciate it so much, it has brought me to a place that I want to continue to take care of this vessel that is my body, you know, this vessel in which my soul resides because I need to take care of my house. You know, my house is my body. And if I'm not taking care of it, then, you know, I'm just going to have a harder time. You know, I won't live as long and I, you know, I won't be able to carry out my soul mission. You know, I will just have less energy to do that. So I don't know. You know, it. one of the hardest things that we can do to ourselves is by comparing ourselves to other people, we, we just keep ourselves in this, this persistent place of, of inadequacy and, you know, why would you want to go on letting yourself feel so inadequate all the time? Because guess what? You are perfect just the way you are. Isn't that a concept? You know, like that was said to me for so long and I was like, but I'm not perfect. I have all these flaws and I, I need to do better at this and that and, and other things. And, 
you know, the, the response was always, you are perfect the way you are. You are right where you need, you are right where you need to be in this moment in time. Um, and you're, you're in the right place on the journey of where you're going, you know? So I don't know. It's such a freeing thing to just come to that realization that it's like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm perfect just the way I am. I, you know, these are the, you know, if it, one of the things that really helped me was to make a, as long of a list as possible of all the things that are good about me, you know, and if you struggle with that, which I, I really struggled with that. I actually had to look up a list of assets for people (laughs) and identify those that I actually felt were true for me. And even if it's just a little bit, you know, it's not an all or nothing thing, right? So there, there's something that could be good about you and there might be some, some flaws in that, but, but identify how much of that is true about you. Even if it's not a hundred percent true, if it's true 50% of the time, you have that asset. You do, you have that asset and that is a good thing about you. And after I made my list of character flaws or character defects is what we call them in AA. Um, And then I made my list of assets. The asset list actually ended up being longer than the defect list. And the defect list was a lot easier for me to write because I could tell you all these things that are wrong with me. But then when I looked up that list and identified the ones that I felt were true for me, that list ended up being longer than the defects. And what a great feeling. There's freedom in that. So, and there's freedom in not comparing yourselves to other people because, you know, your life is your life. You are you and nobody else is you and nobody else is living your life. And I can guarantee you there's probably people that look at you and wish that their life was like yours. So I hope that you take this message with you and start applying it. You know, pay attention. If you start feeling yourself jealous and envious of another person, catch yourself and say, you know what? That's their life. Start identifying what's good about your life, what's good about you. And even if you think there's nothing, I promise you there is, right? Did you kill anyone today? No? That's a really good thing about you. you you're not out killing people, right? I mean, it, it, these, these seem like obvious things, but people fail, forget to, to realize it, right? So... Yeah, you know, I'll go over my list of assets and and while I go over it, identify the ones that you think that you identify with, you know, um, write them down if you have to, because, you know, it just, it really helps. That's all, that's all I can really say about that is that it really helps. So, all right. I'm just pulling up the list here. Okay. So here's my list of assets and I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to read these, this list of assets to you. You identify the ones that you feel are true for you, write them down and look at it every day and remind yourself, because guess what? You are amazing and you are perfect the way you are. You're awesome. You rock. 
I don't even know you, but I know that's true about you. Okay. So here it is. I'm calm. I care about other people. I'm considerate of other people. I have the ability to own my own mistakes. I'm forgiving. I'm friendly. I'm loving. I'm devoted to the people I care about. I'm devoted to my job. I'm devoted to my own growth. I'm loyal. Uh, I have a good moral conscience because I'm not out killing people. (laughs) I'm reliable. I'm driven. Driven's not the same as motivated. I'm still working on that. (laughs) I'm responsible. I pay my bills on time every month. I have the ability and willingness to face my problems head on. I'm open-minded. I have the ability to have fun without alcohol. Well, like I said, this was obviously for my AA step work. So, But yes, I have the ability to have fun without alcohol. I have a good sense of humor. Not saying I'm funny, but I have a good sense of humor. I recognize comedy and I laugh at it, okay? Um, I have the ability to not take myself too seriously. I have the ability to set boundaries. I have a good work ethic. I'm good at my job. I'm generous. I'm curious. I love to learn. I'm a fast learner. I'm brave and courageous. I am strong. Strong, like emotionally strong, because I physically, you know, can barely lift 20 pounds. (laughs) But, you know, you, you didn't hear that here. Um... I have the ability to compromise. I am cooperative most of the time. I'm intuitive. I'm honest. And that's the thing about me. I am 100% transparent. I am always honest. I'm an open book. So, you know, not everybody knows everything about me, but there's nothing that nobody knows. So I have the ability to let things go. I am respectful. Um, I did put down that I am motivated. I am working on it. I'm not 100% motivated all the time, but, you know, when the motivation hits, I get going. So I'm accepting. I'm self-supporting. I'm optimistic and positive. I'm empathetic and compassionate. I am closed mouth and avoid gossip. I am flexible and understanding. I am emotionally stable. And let me tell you, there was a point in my life I was totally unstable emotionally. It took a long time. A lot of therapy. Um, I'm grateful. I am trustworthy. I am talented. And I appreciate my talents. (laughs) I appreciate them as they are. Um, I do work on... I do work on improving them, yes, because there's always room for improvement, but I've let go of the need to be perfect. I am still dreaming and pursuing my dreams. You know, my dreams are to be a performer. My dreams are to, you know, uh, you know the thing is, is like, I want to be someone who inspires other people and my passion is performing in music and, and stuff like that. And, um, so knowing my passion 
and knowing my my purpose to help and inspire other people you know you, you take those two things and you combine them together and it's like I can help people and I can be inspiring through music through through performing um maybe not through plays because you know I have to follow the script I can't just like say what I want to say unless I'm doing improv but that's a, a different that's just a fun thing I like to do but you know writing my own songs and 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 putting them out there is is a way I can help people and then by doing this podcast that's another way that I am pursuing my ability to live out my purpose to help other people and to inspire and to to bring these messages forth you know um and I just love the idea of letting the cards guide those conversations and those topics. So, you know, I mean, I don't know if if you got anything out of this. I don't know if it's helped you in any way. I really hope it did. I really do. Um, and if you like it, come back for more. You know, if you didn't like it, that's okay. You know, I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You know. One person helped as a triumph for me, and I wholeheartedly believe that and appreciate that, you know, and I just want to reach as many people as possible, so, um, but yeah, so that's the message for tonight. Appreciate your talents as they are and stop comparing yourself to other people because it is a recipe for torment. It's like, stop torturing yourself because you're amazing and you're perfect just the way you are, and you're right where you need to be on your soul journey, and you will, you will figure out where you're going, you know, eventually, but enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey, so thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you next time, bye!